Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the lead pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. Every week, we spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We'd like to invite you to join us at Harvest Baptist Church this week for one of our two services. We meet at 8.45 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. Japanese and Korean translation are available during our 10.45 a.m. service. That's also when we live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, Numbers 13 and 14, it's part two of the Grasshopper Complex as we continue our series, The God You Can Trust. Let's begin our harvest time today by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Half a day, Chris. This is part two of a series, uh, well, actually, the second part of a longer series in The God You Can Trust, just working our way through Exodus. Now we're into the book of Numbers. The Grasshopper Complex is a title that might sound a little bit funny, but it's really taken from the end of Numbers 13, where uh, the the people of Israel had sent some uh, some spies to go up and you know, check out the land of Canaan. They were supposed to come back to the land and tell them a story. And one of the things that they said when they viewed all of the giants and the obstacles uh, and the difficulties that would be to, to venture into the promised land by faith, they came back and said, the obstacles are so big, the giants are so big that we feel like grasshoppers in their sight. And, you know, sometimes we feel that way in life. Uh, we look around at the challenges and the giants, and it just feels like we're so small in comparison to that. Well, I'm thankful that the Bible has something to say about it, and it gives us hope and encouragement. And if you missed last week, you can find that message online on our website. But I'd encourage you to come back this Sunday, and we're going to talk about the second part of it in the difference between those who would walk by faith and those who would uh, really live in fear, uh, afraid to move forward in the ways that God has called us. So we'd invite you to come and join us. Well, I'm really thrilled to have a very special couple with us uh, here on Harvest Time today. Um, They've just come back to the island after being gone for a few years, and I'm really glad to welcome Truly and Lentsy Era. Um, Thank you guys for, for being back, and welcome back to Harvest. Thank you very much. Um. Uh, Pastor Truly and uh, Lindsay have uh, were HBBI. Actually, Truly, you were both HBBI, HBBI and HBBC grad. You got doubled up, right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, both uh, were HBBI students uh, about 12, 13, 14 years ago, yes. um, and then came back to uh, work with our staff and here for a couple years. You're now uh, one of the pastors at Yap Baptist Church and mm-hmm. Yap, along with Pastor Mark Zimmer and their family. So, and we're so thankful. How long has it been since you've back, been back here at Harvest? I think it's, it's about four years or five. Five. Yeah, five. Four to five years. So they came in on the flight, overnight flight, uh, two nights ago. And when I saw you yesterday, I don't know if it was Lindsay or Truly, but you said, boy, we feel like we're back at home. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And we love that. Um, You're part of our family, and so it is so good to to have you back here, and you're going to get a little bit of time while you're here, but we want to take inv- advantage of being a, getting a chance to introduce you and talk about your stories on the 
radio and letting people hear that you're you're back with us. So thank you for being willing to do that as well. Um, uh, you have, Lindsay, I'll ask you, you have one son, right? His name is Hunter? Yep. <laughs> How old is Hunter? Four. Okay. So that's new since the time that you left here. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a chance to meet Hunter, and we're thankful. In fact, he's peeking into our studio right now. Um, <laughs> so we're, Sorry about that. No, no, it's good. We're glad that he's here. And uh, so awesome to see you know your family and have you guys back here. Um, Pastor Truly, how long have you been serving at Yap Baptist? Oh, ever since 2019. Or 18. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's pretty much uh, four years. Okay. That you've been back there. How are things going in Yap? Things are pretty, pretty great. Um, ministry is good. Uh, Pastor Mark and his family just came back uh, about two years ago from uh, from their uh, Diane was sick with cancer, mm-hmm. so they had to move back to the state. And get yeah, we've been praying through. along with her and so yes. thrilled that they're able to be Praise back in the app now. Yeah. So yeah. I was able to be the one uh, stepping in and fill the gap with uh, Pastor Mark. And uh, that was a challenging uh, part of uh, ministry. But uh, like the theme for, for uh, this, this time is really... Uh, a good encouragement that you can there is a God that you can trust yeah. because he is faithful and yeah. that's something that I rely on uh, during this time to always remember that God is always faithful no matter how life gets uh, harder and tougher but yet he's still faithful and so that's one thing that really uh, encourages me in the ministry I know that in talking with Mark and Diane, first of all, we're so thankful for the health that God's given to Diane and their ability to be back in the island that they love, and so we're thankful for that. Um, But also so thankful for the ministry that you guys had there um, during that interim, I mean, continued ongoing ministry on a pastor in that church, but especially during that time when Mark and Diane were gone. and. It was really cool to see the churches continue on and praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah, and thrive under your leadership and continue to be faithful. And that was in the middle of a, a season that was pretty hard because of COVID, right? So yes. during that time, um, you know, things were pretty locked down and yap, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a couple Sundays that they shut us down. Uh, we we cannot uh, have uh, church service, but. Uh, the only way we can uh, share the message is through Facebook, and uh, uh, we have a group uh, group chat as a church member and church family. So that's pretty much how we share. We put the message over there, and then hope uh, hope that people will read it uh, throughout the pandemic and throughout yeah. the COVID season. So. Yeah, and I think maybe probably one of the big challenges was for a long time it was hard almost impossible to get off island mm-hmm. or for anybody else to get mm-hmm. to go back if they got off for medical reasons they couldn't they had a hard time getting back there That's so true. all of that creates challenges and yes. i mean we we experienced some of that here but not at the same level mm-hmm. um of some of those travel uh bands that were kind of in place 
Um, so thankful for your faithfulness, and it is great to see how God continues to honor His Word and and bless His church during you know during times like that. Praise the Lord. What would you say would be the spiritual condition uh, of the island of uh, people on Ga- on Yap? Are they open to the gospel? Closed to the gospel? How would you view that? Um, for the previous years, uh, the gospel is. Um it's pretty much uh, open, yeah. They they open. To, they can listen to you uh, sharing with them. Mm-hmm. But f- to believe it, that's another uh, different different things. Because uh, we all have uh, a lot of religion in our island, so it is really uh, sometimes hard to share the gospel to them when we know that they they believe in uh, Catholic and different religion. But uh, when we share the gospel, they, they do listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so That's a good way to describe it. They listen, but maybe not necessarily have their hearts open. Yes. Uh, the Holy Spirit always has to do that That's work. That's right. Of course, but... Um, um, yeah, it's it, but it's great to see God growing His church. Amen. There. Um, and then there's a couple of uh, recent grads that are working in the ministry there, uh, Stephen and Adam and Alicia, mm-hmm. right? Lindsay, are they all staying involved and active? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stephen and um, Adam are also helping us teaching Sunday schools. <laughs> so we're taking turns. And um, like church services, only me and Alicia are teaching the students during, the kids during church services. Yeah. Uh, it's so encouraging. I know that I'd asked you about them before. I hope they hear this because we're checking up on them, mm-hmm. on <laughs> those guys. But uh, it's encouraging to know that those graduates are back and they're serving and mm-hmm. they're, they're staying faithful. Uh, encouraging to me. I know encouraging to our current students. Um, so really praying for that as well. Well, let's back up a little bit be, uh, before that. Truly, you uh, grew up on Chuuk, right? Uh, yes, sir. Outer Island or Main Island? or It's on the main, uh, close to the main island, like okay. in the lagoon. In the lagoon, yeah. okay. Um, well, tell me about life growing up uh, in your place. Yes, so uh, growing up with uh, a family that uh, know the Lord. And um, Pastor Don Philip is uh, the missionary that came and started a church with my uncle. My uncle was graduate from a Christian school in college. I believe it's uh, H- uh, ABC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know how they uh, found each other and then they become friends. And they, in uh, 1994, that's when uh, they started the church on my island right in my house cool. so uh, growing up as a kid having a church uh, I up up this church I mean uh, up up this church in my house I thought I'm okay mm-hmm. yeah I'm a Christian and but as I grow up I find out that uh, only believing in Christ that uh, you can become a, a Christian so um my childhood all the way to uh, teenagers, I would say I'm really a troublemaker. Mm. Yeah. But uh, praise the Lord, uh, I don't remember exactly the date uh, when I got saved, but uh, I remember praying uh, the salvation prayer 
during Don Philip uh, one one of Don Philip uh, Bible study, and I thought uh, I'm a Christian as well that day. But when I come to harvest, that's when I realize I really need uh, need Christ, because doing those uh, things back home, I don't really I thought doing good works is what uh, can take you to heaven, mm. give you eternal life. But when uh, I came here to AGPI, and that's when I really find out that I need the Lord. Yeah, so I got saved when I was in harvest. Okay. Yeah. That's when the gospel is very clear yes. to you. Okay. Um, so do, do you have brothers and sisters? Yes. I have uh, one brother and one sister. I'm the oldest one. And uh, both of my uh, siblings, they're one in the state and one still in Juke. Uh, the younger one is in Juke. Okay. Yeah. All right. Lindsay, you guys met here. Um, at HPBI, mm-hmm. uh, but before that, uh, I think you grew up uh, on Ulithi, right? Yeah, yeah. One of the outer islands of Yap. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that growing up, and how and how did you find out about the Lord? Well, I grew up in um, Ulithi, and also uh, in a Catholic church. My dad was a priest at a Catholic church, and uh, yeah, I I heard the gospel, but I never understand it. And I do know that there is a God, but never believe in Him. And um, I got to know about Harvest through Rollins. And um, yeah, I graduated from high school, went to the main uh, for you know a college, COM, there in uh, Inyap. And Rollins started taking me to Bible studies and churches, like at the uh, yeah, Baptist church. And Rollins, uh, how did you know him? I mean, he's a uh, pastor in Feist now, but yeah. probably not at that time, uh, right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's uh, he's a nephew of the um, my my mom. Okay. And yeah, so that's how I know him. Yeah. And I went there to the main, and then that's how I get to go to the yeah Baptist church and. I've started hearing the gospel, and I started seeing the little kids, and I was like, "How how could they explain the verses? They mm. understand that, yeah." So I know there's a difference in their life, and uh, you know, I've always cared, but because I always know that for sure, if I die, I will go to hell. Mm. But I never know that there's a way out of that. Mm. And then. Yeah, so one one summer, I think 2007, Pastor Sanders came to Yap for a camp. So I heard the gospel. Pastor Michael Sanders, yeah, yeah uh-huh. he's a youth pastor here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, great. So I heard the gospel, and then the last day of that camp, and I did pray the prayer because I just did it because I was afraid of going to hell. And... I thought that yeah, for that I'm sure I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to heaven, but mm-hmm. no, I just did it not from my heart. Mm-hmm. But then I came here, and um, Aninta was the GA that time. Yeah, yeah. And the first night she keep coming to me and sharing to me or asking me if I'm saved, and and she always tell tell us this thing that you know. You can be safe anytime you want. You can pray even you can pray the prayer on your own. You don't have to somebody to yeah. So and then 
by her, I I realized that yeah, I just say that prayer because I was afraid of going to hell, but it's not from my heart. And then yeah, even like from here, that's the time I really pray the prayer. I meant it from my heart. So. And that was your first year. Yeah, that was my first year at HBBI. Okay. And you you said you would come here the year before. Your uh, were you ahead of Lindsay or? Yeah, I was uh, second year and she's first. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Great. Um, how did you guys know that God was asking you to serve Him as a pastor? Truly, let me ask you this, and then I want to ask Lindsay kind of how that connected with you too. Mm. Well, um, before I graduated from Arvis, uh like AGBI. Uh, Pastor Don Donegard mm-hmm. always um, always come along and ask us the seniors, so what's your plan for um, after graduation? And pretty much uh, the one loan saying for all the graduates, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is is uh, is one of the pastor uh, that uh, really motivated me to um, you know continue what God has planned for for my my life so graduate from Arvis and that's when I uh, uh, met my wife I proposed there before graduation okay and when she say yes and that's when I I I tell the Lord you know what um, Lord my life is yours mm. and you can use me wherever you want uh, in whatever you want and I'm, I'm all yours. So Jeremiah 29, 11 is the first that um, I claim it as my life first because it encourages me that God has a plan. God, God always has a plan for each and every one of our life. And a plan of good future, not uh, to hurt us. Mm-hmm. And that that's something that uh, I've been hold on to it. I've been base my ministry and my life on uh, God has a plan for for my life and even though I don't know yet but I have to trust him I have to keep on faithful because knowing he has a plan for my life and he can use me in any way and that can give uh, other people uh, like uh, realize the, the plan that God has for their life. So that's pretty much what I uh, base my ministry on because if God has a plan for my life, I'm sure he has a plan for each and every one of our life. And that's something I want, I, I keep encouraging the students to remember. And Truly, that's a really important place for every Christian to come to. Um, I, if I'm hearing you right, so you, so you can become you can be a Christian, a genuine follower of Jesus, a child of God. Um, but there's a place where God asks us, you know, maybe all along. But would you would you give me, you know, the full control, the direction of your life? And that was a place that you had to come to in your senior year. Like God, yes. here's my life. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yes. During my. Uh, uh, Closer to graduation, yeah. and I've been praying about where God wants me to go. And at that time, it's not really clear for me. So um, I just down on my knees and I say, Lord, um, 
my life is yours. Yeah. Uh, you take me this far, and I will go where you want. Uh, you want me to go. I will do. So that's why whenever I plan my uh, my plan for my life, and seems like God always put me uh, in a different mm-hmm. direction. Instead of where I want to go, yeah, He always put another. So, uh, graduate from Arvis, I say I'm gonna go back to my island and serve and help out in the church. And God put me there for a while, but yet He still say, "I'm I'm going to take you this place, yeah, else, and I want you to serve here for, yeah, I don't know how long, but uh, it always could do." Um, Stay faithful and keep trusting the Lord wherever He leads you, because you never know uh, where where is the next step or next place that is yeah. He has for you. So, I'm really encouraged by that. Thank you, Lindsay. For you too, right? There had to be a place where you had to say, "Okay, God, here's my life. I give mm-hmm. it to you." Yeah. Um, did you know that you would be a pastor's wife? You know? No, <laughs> never know, but. Um, the thing that yeah, I also purpose in my heart that um, I told God, you know, wherever He leads, surely to give me the the heart to Amen. follow Him. Yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> God, I give you my life, and wherever you mm-hmm. lead, lead us together. I'll follow mm-hmm. and do. And God's using you guys, and I'm really thankful for that. I've been encouraged. Uh, I know that uh, your testimony is going to be powerful in the lives of our students. So we're really glad that you're here. And even just that piece, uh, give God your life. He, he will give his, you know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. God's got good plans for your life, yes. not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. And, uh, you know, there's, there probably are some even listening to the radio now that may be thinking about, um, you might be Christian or not a Christian, and if I can just encourage you, give God your life. You will never regret it. Amen. And uh, he'll, he'll open it up in front of you and give you purpose and meaning and uh, fulfillment in life. He always does. Thanks for sharing that with us here today. Thank you very much, Pastor. Well, uh, Truly and Lindsay and Hunter are going to be with us for a couple of weeks, and we're so glad. Looking forward to fellowship together. And uh, I hope Harvest, as before, will be an encouragement, a place of just refreshing for you. And I know that uh, you guys are going to be encouragement to us. So, Thank you very much. <laughs> and thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, at this point in the program, we always want to invite you again to services This week at Harvest Baptist Church, we gather at 8.45 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. Sunday morning. We have Japanese and Korean translation available during that 10.45 a.m. service. And that's also when you can watch our live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. We hope to see you this Sunday. And thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.